talking about games we like, has anyone played Gris? Gris? Tell, talk to me about, about Gris, Amy. I'm not familiar with it. Gris is, I think it's, it's developer digital game. Okay. Maybe. Um, it's it's uh, hand-drawn, watercolour art. Everything is a screenshot. It's beautiful. Um, but it's a, it's not a massively gameplay-focused game. It's a bit platforming. You have some powers and stuff. But it's a, okay. a, a emotive, sad story with pretty pictures. Oh, it's such a good game. I really like it. Music in it's really nice. If you haven't nice. played that, play that. It's good. Yeah, it's on I everything. Gris. Give that a go. Yeah. Gris. Gris. Yeah. G R I S. G R I S. I will look out for that if I if I can ever tear myself away from Final Fantasy. <laughs> that game is taken over my life right now. I swear. Make sure you give Final Fantasy my Final mouse Fa- armor rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've I've really gotten into Final Fantasy fourteen, Darren. Um, Which one's fourteen? Uh, it's the MMO. That's the best way I can describe it. I don't right, know okay. all that much about Final Fantasy. I've not not played very many of them. They're not they're they're not really following on mm. each other unless it's like you know, got what was it like? There was an ten X2. and ten two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they had thirteen, thirteen two. Yeah, there's a couple that do have sort of quote unquote sequels, but other than that, generally they're they're kind of they're kind of their own self-contained stories. Mm. Um, like I've, you. You often have concepts that, that that are shared between each one, but um, yeah, yeah the story is always different. a Sid. Yes, there is. And you might probably find a wedge and a Biggs somewhere. Yes, in the Big, game. Biggs and wedges, like uh, that's that's a running joke that I've noticed. Mm. Um, My partner's playing Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Oh yeah, and it's really it's, it's interesting to see a, a new person play it because because he doesn't know where. All the things are so when we when we encounter sort of the bit where you get to dress up as a girl um, yes. and do that storyline yes um, yeah 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 that that was completely out of left field for him so that was really <laughs> funny but then i was really like trying to be like oh you do this to get the best stuff and if you do this to get like but yeah i wasn't allowed to do any of that so <laughs> oh, okay you just had to had to figure had to figure out out for himself yeah yeah it's frustrating but so yeah, like, is 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 he playing through um the remaster or the original game the original one. We okay. I had a look because um, I was curious on the remaster, but I had a look at the trailer and then I watched sort of like the first hour of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And while it's cool and stuff, what well, ultimately I just want the same game again, but with better graphics and mm-hmm. with an orchestral music score. That's that's all I want. I don't want to change the battle system. I like menus. They're fun. It's not an old system. It's just a different type of system. Um, so yeah, I don't think I'll play it. But. Fair enough. <coughs> yeah. Fair enough. I I, I have finished uh, the remake mm. remaster. Um, Did you like I, it? I I had had some good some good fun playing it. It was infuriating because I'm when I find a game that I really get into like that, I I I, I basically I play it until I've done everything in it and I can't do do anything more. Uh, trying to get that platinum trophy was infuriating. <laughs> what was the worst thing to achieve in it? Well, the worst thing thing was just um, the basically the the difficulty run um, mm. on on the hard difficulty. Uh, so I started my second playthrough, 
and I got about halfway through, and then I realised I hadn't actually set 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 the, diff- set the difficulty right. No. So I, I I I had to finish the game and then do half the game again to get to actually get 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 the trophy. Oh. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm halfway through. I might as well finish it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> always uh, the way. Always, always the way. There you go. What's what's everyone else been playing recently? Dead by Daylight. Yeah, bit of Dead by Daylight. Mostly Rimworld. Wow. Uh, I've been playing uh, Warframe uh, with my partner. Um, Been consuming a bit of our life at the minute, but I really want to um, do a fresh playthrough of the Dragon Age series because I know the fourth one is on its way. They're doing so I kind the fourth of wanna... one? Yeah. Oh, um, that's news. Oh, it's, I love it's it. Called, it's going to be called Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Uh, there's been a lot of concept art released, uh, a lot of teasers. It's looking really good. So I kind of want to replay the whole series and to get that fresh experience all over again. Yeah. Oh, the first one is like my absolute favourite. Mm-hmm. You can't beat one. the first one. It no, had such Alistair. a unique story at the time. It's got Alistair in it. He's yeah. my favourite. Zevran. Oh, he's also nice. <laughs> Just all the characters in there are really good, and it's got Vala in it, so that's always a good thing. What's her name? She plays Vala in um, Stargate. She's in Pitch Black. She's in Gossip Girl briefly. Um. Oh, what's her name? She's Australian. That's three things I've never seen. You've not seen Stargate? Well, I, I might have caught half an episode. of The movie, or Pitch yes, Black. absolutely. No, I've yeah. never seen Pitch Black. Oh, Pitch Black's um, a great film. But no, I never watched the series for Stargate. Mm. And now they're rebooting it, apparently. Really? Mm. Claudia I, Black. They, they did. Oh! Yeah. 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 She's very famous. Exactly, she's in Farscape. I was going to okay. say Farscape is her most famous thing and uh, yeah. what's that new uh, animated one Final Space mm. she's in Final yeah, Space she's in, she's in loads of stuff but I know her from uh, as Vala from Stargate mainly but yes yeah, she's uh, um, is it Morrigan yeah yeah she plays a voice in that in Dragon Age and she does it so well yeah she's really good Oh, I might play Dragon Age now. I was just I thinking that first I might one. reinstall um, <laughs> yeah. whatever the last one was. Inquisition. Inquisition, that was it. I That's never played Inquisition. Game. I it's only played great. as far as Origins. Uh, you missed two, which is good because two sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it for what it was, but it wasn't the same experience. No. After doing the first one and enjoying that one so much, two was such a letdown. But three brought it back a bit. Mm. But yeah, the, the first one still is the best, I think. Cool. Well, speaking of the first one being the best, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm a GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by Stu. Hello. I'm joined by Darren. Hello. I'm joined by Amy. Hi. And we're joined once again mm. by Asta. Hello. 
hello, hello, hello. Um, I know, I know. I just said, speaking of the first one being the best, um, I really hope that that doesn't apply to to this recording session because that last one was a <laughs> mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant our first episode because I mean the sound quality has improved dramatically since those first three episodes. It definitely has. Do, do you know what, Stu? I've I've actually recently started listening back through to um, like the early ep- episodes of, of, of Twenty Side. Mm. Mm. Do you miss me? I do. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not quite. Got, I've not quite got Amy, Amy back in the picture yet. I'm on episode <laughs> twenty-seven. So uh, not far to go. to go. No, not far. Go. Just another hundred episodes to go then. Mm. To catch That's up. It. That's it. <laughs> Uh, is this because you've forgotten things you've said? No, it's it's. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. It's my kind of one bit of vanity that I allow myself. Is I quite like hearing myself run, run the game. So I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna just gonna just gonna play it again, see it, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Just get some enjoyment out of that. It's uh, funny we find that in the acting world that, like, you know, like you take me as an actor, I'm more than happy to watch myself back, to listen to stuff I've done. I can critique myself. I can learn from it. I know. I know you, Darren. You you hate seeing yourself back, don't you? Oh yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, it's uh, not a fan of watching myself back or hearing my own voice. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. funny how binary actors seem to be. They, they seem to be at one extreme or the other, like perfectly fine with it, enjoy it, or hate it. It's, it's really... Uh, like when, when you've worked on something and then you go to like a cast and crew screening of it or something, you kind of want to mm-hmm. sit and enjoy it and take it in, but I'm just anxious through the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I don't like watching myself. Maybe yeah. I, I something that will change over time, but I've never been one for it. I get why. I think I'm just really lucky that I'm, I'm quite pragmatic and, and objective. Like, I've done it, you know, I can't change it now, so... Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter how shit I was. <laughs> I just find it... I don't know. I just find it embarrassing, and I don't know why. Just makes me feel a little uneasy. Okay. Um, Therapy. Therapy might help you. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) It's my answer to everything. Therapy. That is literally what what it's there for, after all. Mm. It's good stuff. Speaking of needing therapy... um, Aster, your character has just met this really weird group. <laughs> <dream. laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think she knows what to make of any of you at the minute. She's just like Quite right unpi- unpiled this whole stock of stuff in front of her, and she's just like, "Right, um, sure, great. What? Hello, am I meant to do with this? Yeah, here's <laughs> a bunch of stuff covered well. in blood. Hello, I'm Alvin." <laughs> I, I tell you what, for for as much as f- for as much experience as I as, as I have, kind of running RPGs and all that sort of stuff, um, one of the things I always always str- struggle with is the introducing of new characters to an existing party. Like it's just such such a such a difficult thing to do. Mm. Such a difficult thing to do because uh, obviously you you have to find a way 
and it it can sometimes feel very 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 artificial because you because you've got to find a reason for the new character to join on with the current party and at the same time you, you've also got to find find a reason for the new party to to sorry the current party to accept the new character um something i've, I've never quite gotten right it, it always ends up feeling at least for me a little bit awkward a little bit weird i don't know how, how, how you guys feel I don't get fun. that from this end, um, but I always think with introducing new characters, because as a party, we're meeting new characters all the time. Mm. So, yeah, the fact it's a player character rather than an NPC doesn't make much odds. Just means they've got a different voice. Mm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's hmm. not me doing a really offensive attempt at an accent. <laughs> it's somebody else instead. <laughs> yes, let's not hear you Yorkshire again. Yes. <laughs> Don't think I've ever done Yorkshire on this podcast, you. No, but I've heard you. Well, there's no time like the present. Tell no, wants no, to go talk really to isn't. this random person over here, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stalker, Stalker Catan trip, trips and falls as you walk over to him. He knocks his head, he stands up, he's all, hey, hey up, love, how you doing? What can I do for you? No, no, he doesn't, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it should. Stu's <laughs> oh, so offended. I, I can, I can... I can see the rage on Stu's face. <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Well, no one's dropped out so far, so this is yeah. going well so Why far. Why would you say Jinxed that, Amy? It. Why would you say that? <laughs> all Bring the in time. the chaos in. Bring in you the have, chaos in. You have given me glaring eyes through the screen when I say things like, yeah, we're going to survive this and things like that. And the way you glare I at me. I just glare. Amy. That's just my face, Stu. You. <laughs> you should know that by now. <laughs> Dear. Mm. Awesome. Well, um, shall, we, sh sh shall we find out exactly uh, what manner of accident befalls Stalker Catan in the next five seconds? <laughs> Let's not have Stalker Catan in an accident. Uh, Della would ready an action to prevent Stalker Catan from having an accident. That's a, that's a pretty good use of a, of a ready action. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around carrying a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's gone. Amy's gone. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Um... Let's hope this is more successful than last time. Shall we have a recap of what of what happened last time we were all together? Hope is for losers, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we um, we were on our way down to meet Red Raven, and on our way down we bumped into Stalker Catan, who said that Red Raven was expecting us. Oh, um, so we went to go say hello and she said she could give us a hand but she doesn't quite know how she can help but we're going to go talk to Stalker Catan um, and then I think I think Alwyn stayed behind to talk to her but I don't know what happened after that because I was out of earshot so yeah why doesn't Alwyn tell us what happened uh, he stayed behind because um, it's been nagging away at his brain 
about how familiar Red Raven has been to um, a character from Alwyn's past, known as Nomi. Uh, and he has basically asked Red Raven if she is Nomi, and um, the answer is yes. Mm, how's Alwyn feeling about that? Um, shell shocked. Kind of really, I mean, not back footed because he's asked the question, but it's a bit, it's a lot of emotions within Alwyn. Mm. I mean, Alwyn's quite an emotional person anyway. I think that's um, uh, that's pretty clear so far. Um, yes. And yeah, he's getting a lot of emotions bubbling up as a result of this, and it's what do you do with that kind of information? Yeah, exactly. Well, how, how about we find out what Alwyn does with that information? Yeah. Mm. Well, right. I want to hear um, our, our new character's take on the party so far. Chaos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pure chaos. <laughs> sums it up very nicely, I think. Yeah, pretty um, diverse band. Yeah. And you've not even met Otto yet, so, you know. No. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, yeah. there's more of you? No! Oh. No! Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're the lawful good <laughs> arm of the party by comparison, I think. I'm not. No, Nobody in this party is lawful good. No. <laughs> by comparison. Is, is uh, Alwyn not, not on that sort of Alwyn's not lawful wait, good, no. No, where, where are you sitting? Uh, in my study at the moment. Ha <laughs> 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 I mean, we, we've... we've talked about uh, alignments a little bit we're not mm. i don't think we're, oh, we're kind of no. entirely married but oh, no, I, just, I suppose but, like, where would as you an put official him? as an official he's chaotic good yeah mm. just because okay. um the champion cause we, we've talked about about this a bit before mm. um yeah so we don't really do alignment but alwyn is the only one who has a like a like a hard cast alignment because his his class depends on it yeah, no, that I, I knew there was good in there somewhere, mm. which is why Caden <laughs> Kalian had to have a serious chat with him when yes. he really got a bit murdery. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but with good reason, with good reason, he was driven to it still. Anyway, he's yeah, he was all right. Well, let's jump straight back in, straight back into the game, folks. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, Alwyn, uh, you, you stand um, before the entrance to the Vernal Prison amidst this this plaza of, of the Caligny, and uh, st standing in front of you is the tall, statuesque uh, form of Red Raven uh, in her leathers, her bow slung across her back, and uh, the last thing the last thing thing that happened is Alwyn, you asked her if she was. Nomi Gildergreen, this individual from from your past, and with a smirk and 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 words to to, to the effect of, um, I wondered how I wondered when you'd figure it out. She removed her cowl, um, and as blonde hair cascaded down her down her back, um, her emerald green eyes met with yours, Alwyn, Alwyn and uh, she said. It's been a long time, Redfinger. 
do you do? I, I thought... <sighs> Didn't Krug... Well, I... I remember seeing you... Fall. And... What happened? How did you... So many questions. Like, shit. Well, it's good to see you too, Alwyn. To answer, answer the most... I suppose the most pressing question. Uh, what happened after... After Groog caught up with us? Well, the short answer is I died, Alwyn. I died in that in, in that encampment with those spears in me and those weights and those bindings. Alwyn and shudders I, as he remembers. And it it wasn't it, as I remember it was despite all the things they did to me, it was relatively quick. But I remember lingering. I remember lying and I, I remember lying there in the mud, unable to move, unable to speak, unable to do anything. But I, I, somehow I was aware of everything that was happening around me. I remember watching... Grug beat you. I remember them putting you in that sack. I remember them throwing throwing you into that river. And then they moved on. They left me there. And I lay I I laid on that ground for well, I don't know how long. Hours turned into days, days turned into nights. And, well, after a long period of time, I, I started to wonder if I would ever move on or if I was doomed to return to that site of my death as some lingering spirit. And then... And then she came to me with an offer. And as 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 Nomi says that that um, her hand almost absent-mindedly drifts to um, the half symbol of um, of Erastal and Phrasma that hangs around her, hangs around her neck. She she sort of strokes it almost absent-mindedly. Yes, the la the Lady of Graves made me an offer. I suppose. Are you familiar with? The Duskwalkers. Am I familiar with the Duskwalkers? You can make a religion check, Alwyn. Okay. First dice roll this evening. <laughs> uh, it is. We didn't do any last uh, episode. Uh, 23. 23. Pretty good. In, in fact, I think we might have gone through this sort of briefly beforehand. So yeah, a dusk um, a dusk walker is essentially 
a being that Phrasma has returned to life. Um, they they first manifested as the result of a bargain between um, two pow- powerful psychopomps, which are um, the immortal guardians and guides of souls after death. They sort of they they usher deceased spirits onto Phrasma's Fr- Fr- boneyard, and then from fr- from the boneyard. To wherever Phrasma judge for wherever wherever for Phrasma judges them, them them to go. This bargain basically um, one of these psychopomps believed that souls who helped preserve the cycle of life and death, but had their own cut short, deserved reincarnation, whereas the other psychopomp felt that this would violate that same cycle, and the first Duskwalkers were basically an, an answer to an answer to that problem. Um, there are only a limited number of Duskwalkers in existence at, 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 at any one time. And because they are created directly in Phrasma's name, there is a degree of servitude with, with, with Phrasma. So they will perform functions and roles that Phrasma has 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 an interest has an interest in. Um, yeah, they um. In ter- in terms of their physiology uh, and all that sort of stuff, you don't know too much about them. I mean, the, the most obvious difference between Nomi now and no- and, the, and the Nomi of perhaps twenty years ago is that. Um, her skin is now this this sort of pale duck egg blue. Hmm. Uh, that's that, that's the biggest difference. Ev- everything else appears, you know, as as physically identical as you'd as you'd previously seen. Hmm. Um. Yes, I I've heard of dusk walkers. But, so you're undead in the service of Phrasma? No, Alwyn. I, you, I, I would have thought you would know Farazma's dogmas better than that. I, I, I'm not undead. She wouldn't. The Lady of Graves ab- abhors undeath. She would never create it herself. I, I am as living as, as I once was, just perhaps a little different. And now you're here. Yes. This is my. I've I've mentioned before that it is my duty to guard uh, the Vernal Prison to make sure uh, the Yarl of the North Wind either escapes or is released before before his sentence is served. I am not the first Duskwalker to take to take the position and take the name of Red Raven. We, in exchange for our rebirth, you could say, Duskwalkers are. We are bound to Phrasma's service for one hundred years, after which time, we are free to to travel the world, make it perhaps make. Make a new, make a new, a new life for ourselves. And 
It just so happens that the individual who served as Red Raven before me, uh, they uh, they finished their service not long before I died. Right. If I'd have known, if if I'd have known you you survived, carried on, I I would have I would have sought you out. You couldn't have known, Alwyn. There's no way you could possibly have known. There's no way I could have told you either. You see, as part of the bargain we have we, we have with Farazma, Duskwalkers. If we encounter fragments of our past lives, we are not allowed to acknowledge them unless they first acknowledge us. That's why I couldn't tell you, Alwyn, when you, when you arrived here. Right. I... I... Gosh. This is a lot. This is a lot to take in. I know. I... I thought I was being silly and and just, I don't know, wishful thinking, I suppose. I've got so much to think about. I I always, well, I I suppose I blamed Erastil for what happened. I know you did. I know you did, Arwen. I can see it in your eyes. I can see that... There was anger, for, for certain. Perhaps disappointment. You know, I, I, I had always taught you that Erastal is the god of family, and that he looks after his own, and he never lets harm come to him, come to come to them. But perhaps that's a failure in my own teachings, because now I see that that was a wholly unrealistic notion to put in your head. No, family. Family is still important to me, and and indeed, well, he'll he'll gesture in the direction that his companions have left. I have a family of sorts. I, speaking of which, I I'd, I'd better catch up with them. I'll um, I'll come and talk with you again if that's all right. Of course it is, Alwyn. I, I, I'm I'm certainly not not going anywhere. I've got another, I've got another, I've got another ninety six years of century duty ahead of me. Not Go. solemnly. Go find 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 your friends. We'll speak soon. And, uh, yeah, with tears streaming down his face, he. Walks yeah. away after them, and as as you turn away, Alwyn, you see she um, she replaces the cowl over her over her face, uh, the leather sort of stretching tight tight to her skin, um, and she she resumes her 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 position on watch. Meanwhile, what's everybody else doing? Nattering away to stalk a good time as to where this tower might have been. Yeah, so I've got a good eye for roads. 
Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, you sort of you, you, you start speaking with uh, with Stalker Catan, and uh, he's there. Uh, he sort of says to you, um, "Yeah, yes. Uh, this tower that you're seeking to find, I, I think I know of it. It's toward to, towards the north of, of of the city. Is it? Is it not? Yes." Yes, well, at the very, I, I'm not certain exactly where it would be here in the Undercity. Um, the street layouts don't quite match exactly the same as they do on, on, on the surface. However, I think I can probably help you. I have a, I, I have a rough idea. I, I, can, I, know, I know the rough direction of it at the very least. Good, good. We will find it. Maybe like there'll be frozen ice or something. Hmm. Mm. Perhaps I've I've not seen any ice down here aside from that which, which makes up the walls of, of Red Raven's prison. Mm. But perhaps. Ah, Alwyn. Yes. Oh, hello. Are you all right? I will be. Thank you. How, how are you getting on? <coughs> well, well, Stalker Catan thinks he knows the rough area we need to be looking in. So that's the start. Ah, excellent. Shall we? Yeah. If you feel up for it. Hmm. Mm. Brother I must give Alwyn a little friendly pat squeeze on the shoulder and Alwyn will put his hand over the top and give that a squeeze and a smile to Amos smile to Amos Um, as you do so Alwyn um, yeah as uh, so Raiden, as as this interaction is kind of happening in front of you, you see um, the individual just introduced you as Alwyn re- rejoins your little group, um, cl- clearly distressed about something. Um, you see his companions uh, approach him and offer him some words, words of encouragement. Um, what's 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 Raiden doing doing whilst all this is going on? Is she just in the back, uh, quietly observing? And sort of from from just watching, trying to learn a little bit about the people that she's just joined. Yeah. Um, but after a moment, she will pull a uh, dark red lace handkerchief from up her sleeve and hold it out. Okay. As you go to take that that handkerchief out from your sleeve, um, Raiden, just make a perception check for me. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Raiden's a level fifteen character. <laughs> 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 
So, Raiden, as you're as you're as you're sort of observing this scene, this scene in front of you, and you decide to start uh, to start uh, sort of offering perhaps a little bit of comfort to 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 this man in front of you. Why is that not copying? Ah. Um, as as you begin to pull the handkerchief from your sleeve. Uh, Raiden, you see, you see movement up in one of the ruined buildings, and as you saw, as your eyes sort of look in roughly in that direction, you catch a glimpse of a tall, grey-skinned humanoid, its skin stretched tight against it, against it, its its body. And, and, and in fact, it's blended into the darkness so well that, that, that you wouldn't have seen it were it not for the glowing light burning through its eye sockets and where its nose and its mouth would be. And in that instant, Raiden, you see a long, sinewy, sinewy longbow raised in the direction of your party and the arrow string is pulled back. What do you do? Uh, I will raise a hand and point in that direction and just shout in warning. Okay, as you shout in warning there, uh, Raiden, I would like everybody to roll initiative. Yay! <laughs> Dirty 20 uh, for our I'm win. Right, so, uh, Asta, for your, for your benefit, when we roll, roll initiative, um, it's not like 5th edition where you have an initiative score. Uh, it, instead, for, for initiative, you are ro rolling the 20 and adding your perception bonus. Okay. 27. Uh, 14. 14. Then we'll get some 18. Definitely not a level 15 character, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're having a bit of a... Bit distracted. Uh, where Alan, where are you yours? pointing? What? <laughs> what was yours, Alan? Twenty, dirty twenty, dirty twenty. Uh, okay, so Amos was twenty-five, Alan was twenty, uh, Ryden was fourteen, and Della was eighteen. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Or oh, twenty-seven for Amos. Apologies. Perfect. Um, so again, Asta, um, at the risk of at the risk of uh, confusing you with multiple things, when we ro roll initiative, um, there are situations where you can use something other than other than than perception. Basically, if you want to use a different skill um, because of something you're doing at the moment that initiative is called for, um, you can use that, sk that that skill instead. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Pro providing that I allow you to do so. Hmm. Um, it's 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 not so much for um, for yourself with, with your class, but for classes like like the rogue, um, they get bonuses if they, if they use stealth, for example, which is nice. I wasn't being stealthy right now, though. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> were not. Definitely were not. Uh, actually, acting first in initiative uh, is going to be. Brother Amos. So Amos, as as hmm. um, 
this woman Raiden who who you've just met, um, you see she starts to pull this this crimson handkerchief out of out of one of her sleeves, and then spots something up in one of the ruined buildings, uh, off, sort of behind you and to your left, and you sort of whip round um, Amos, and you and you and you can see see the same thing, in one of the ru- one of the ru- ruined buildings, um, sort of five ten. So so the building is perhaps tw- twenty feet from you on the ground and up on what would be the second floor uh, you can make out this um, gaunt grey skinned hum- humanoid creature with glowing red red eyes and red lights where its nose and mouth would be uh, it's looking roughly in your direction and you, you can see that it has drawn a bow that is pointing towards you what do you do it's your turn um, is there anything to take cover behind uh yeah, there probably is actually. There's, um, you can see there's there's a few chunk chunks and chunks of rubble that sort of lie um, in the centre of this uh, of this plaza. I kind of I want to take cover and, and not get hit by an arrow. Fair enough. So yeah, I think but then the... like move forward. I don't know if it's doable with the mechanics, but I. I when he's like redrawing, I don't see the point in like standing out in the open and running at him whilst he's got a bow and arrow aimed at me. Like, what's he thirty odd foot away? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, t- I, t- I tell you what, from where you are, are Amos, if you wanted to use use your first action to move behind, um, sort of a chunk of a chunk of, of this rubble, you would get yourself some cover from, uh, from 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 any arrow fire. And then, if you wanted to use your last two actions to ready a move, um, you could say that you know when he's loosed the arrow, you run forward thirty feet or whatever, twenty-five yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Awesome. What is your movement speed, Amos? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay. So yeah, cer- certainly from where you are, you you, you can sort of make uh, the building in like a dead sprint if you if you had to. All right. That's going to end your turn for now. For now, Amos, we are round two. Uh, these bow-wielding individuals, and indeed, Amos, as as you duck and you take cover behind um, behind one of these chunk chunks of rubble, uh, you hear an arrow whistle through 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 the air as a bowstring twangs. Uh, sorry, as two bowstrings twang. Um, one one flies from, from from the direction you'd seen. Another another. Out of the darkness, off to your left, you see another arrow come shooting in the direction of your group. Uh, one will come towards Amos. And the other is going to come towards uh, who's nearest. It's actually going to come towards Raiden. So the first arrow against Amos. Uh, that is going to be a. 27 against your AC. From the cover you've got, you're going to get a plus two bonus. Yeah, that hits. That hits, unfortunately. Uh, against Raiden, uh, that is a 22 to hit on your on your AC. That hits. That hits, okay. So, got some arrows. Arrows, arrows, arrows. 
I'm guessing they're out of range for me. They are more than 15 feet away, yes. Yeah. Okay. Just thought I'd check. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so, Amos, you take eight points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, Raiden, you also take eight points of piercing damage as these, these arrows that appear to be made almost entirely of bone uh, sort of pierce through your bodies. Um, and I also need... As they strike you, you feel uh, a chill run through the wound and, and across your body. I need you both to both. Mm, I need you both to give me a fortitude save, please. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Very nice. And for uh, Thirty. 30, very nice. So as as you feel this chill wash across your bodies, you feel it sap your strength or start to sap your strength just just a little bit. But the two of you grit, grit your teeth and you endure through the sensation and uh, you suffer no additional ill effects. Uh, Amos, that will trigger your ready action if you want it. Yes. Duck right. and run to cover. Duck and cover, very very nice. So you, you can sort of basically with, with that move, you, you can sort of run to uh, the base of the building uh, nearest to you, where one of these these creatures is 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 in an elevated position. You sort of dive over cover, drop and roll, and sprint sprint for the safety of of the wall. Um, as you run past, uh, another round of arrows are going to come out. One will come towards you again, Amos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is only going to be a 20 to hit. That does not hit. That is a miss, okay. Uh, the second one is going to come towards... Ah, this time into the main, the rest of the main pack, coming towards Chardonnay. Uh, four, 14 to hit. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, we get two more, two more Irish... Arrow shots, uh, one coming towards Alwyn, one coming towards Della. Uh, against Alwyn, that is just an embarrassing number. I'm not even going to say what it is. <laughs> and against mm-hmm. Della, that's better. Uh, total of 21 there, Della. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. You've you've been given just enough. Uh, warning of these of this arrow fire coming in that you sort of nimbly duck out the way with the shot and this, that brings uh, us around this to Alwyn's turn embarrassing number uh, it wasn't that Gary happened to roll the natural one was it <laughs> uh, it was not and also his name's not Gary ah, oh. <laughs> let's not give him the name now <laughs> okay because so, um, you know the second we do the next roll will be a natural 20 yeah yep. I know I know <laughs> Okay, uh, first action, Alwyn is going to um, uh, tell Chardonnay to take cover with Brother Amos. Uh, yep. So Chardonnay's move speed is 35. Uh, 40, uh, it's either 35 or 40. 35. 35. So, yeah. so yes, Chardonnay can, can easily move up next to, uh, next to Amos. Okay, uh, second action, Alwyn is going to draw his longbow. Mm-hmm. 
third action, he's going to uh, loose an arrow at the first one that um, that Raiden pointed out. So the one that Amos and Chardonnay are rushing uh, towards. Yeah. Right, yeah. roll that attack. Uh, that... Oh, that was almost 19 on the die, but it's a 14 for 28. Mm, 28 is still a hit, Alwyn. Roll damage. Excellent. That is two points of damage. Two points of damage, okay. Two points of piercing damage as, as the arrow uh, passes through this creature's body. Mm. One action left, Alwyn. Uh, Alwyn will... T uh, no, that's... So, Chardonnay, draw the longbow, fire. Oh, that's right, and shoot. Sorry, I thought you... I, I, for some reason, I thought you had the bow already out. I don't know why. No. Uh, that will end Alwyn's turn. We're on to Della. Cool. Um, the other bow shooting humanoid, can I yes. see them? Or do you, we not know where they come from? You can You can see it. I mean, now the arrow has come out of the darkness. You, you, you mm -hmm. sort of look... Um, Kind of in front of you, in front of you, Della, but off, off to your right, uh, you can see uh, forty feet away from you, and about uh, twenty feet up again in one of these ruined buildings. You can make out the telltale red, red glow of this creature's face. Okay, so my ultimate end goal is to run over there, sneak up the wall and stab him in through the window. Okay. So, that, sounds, um, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. It. So it. I don't know whether I need to sneak first and then get over there or get over there and then sneak up. Um, I think somehow so, losing I sight on what, my way would be better. Maybe. Yeah. So so because um, the pl most of the plaza is sort of quite, quite an open area, aside from a couple of chunks of rubble here and there that you saw Amos using as cover, Against the first, the first shooter. Um, yeah, I, t I tell you what, D Della. Um, if you roll stealth first, um, mm -hmm. just to see see if you, if you can get yourself out, out out of sight as you as you approach. All right, sneaky, sneaky. Ooh, I rolled very nicely. I got a thirty-two. A thirty-two, very very nice. Uh, I think that's gonna. This is perception DC. What is it? Five. <laughs> there we go. It was uh, sorry, your stealth roll was how much? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Very, very nice. Uh, so that. Della, using the using the the distraction of Amos and Chardonnay rushing towards, um, you kind of follow sl sl slinking in the shadows, hoping that your attention is focused elsewhere. With your first action, 10, 30, your first action will get you within uh, within five feet of the wall of, of this building. Mm -hmm. And I want to climb up the wall and get to the window. Yeah, climb, cl climb, climb up the wall, get to the position where where this individual is uh, uh, mm. is is shooting from. Okay, uh, in that case, let's have an athletic roll, Della. Okay, okay. Mm, let's roll well with this one, otherwise this could be fun. Athletics. 
I'm going to use my hero point. All right. Use your hero <laughs> point. I rolled a one. <gasps> Better. Um, that's a 23. A 23, okay. It's it's not a clean climb. Like, you can see so, so, some of this masonry has clearly not been disturbed in some time. And as you start to climb up, you can feel that, feel that, that it, is, it is fragile. Um, what I'm going to say is it's going to take basically both your remaining moves, but you can pull, you, pull yourself up onto kind of kind of a ledge almost directly below where you can see this creature shooting from. As a bonus, it does not appear to have noticed you. Wonderful. Ooh, ooh, I'm looking forward to my next game. Right. That's it. <laughs> this is going to be some Shadow of Mordor shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> lean up and stab him in the chest and throw him, or throw him to the ground, that kind of thing. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Okay, end of Della's turn. We are round to Raiden, having just been shot by one of these bone-like arrows. Um, so we can see both of the attackers at the moment. Um, uh, yes. What I will say is, from where they currently are, uh, the first is... Um, sorry, from where you currently are, uh, the first is 35 feet from you, and... Sorry, the first is 40 feet from you, the first one you saw, and the second one that Della is moving to engage is 35 feet from you. Okay. Uh, I would like to um, use my reach spell mm -hmm. um, to increase the range of uh, phase bolt. Ooh, okay. Very nice. Talk, talk to me about, about Phase Bolt. Um, I project a bolt of magical energy um, that stutters in and out of phase until it reaches the target. Um, it's a ranged spell attack. Nice. Basically, it ignores, it, it, it ignores, it ignores shields and stuff, doesn't it? Uh, what it does. I think so, yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, all, all right then. Uh, please roll a spell attack there, there, Raiden. 26. 26 is going to hit. Which creature are you targeting? Um, the one that Della was going towards. Della was moving towards the sure thing. Sure thing. So, yeah, you, uh, you sort of lift up your fingers and and, and, and what does... The, what does this look like as we see Raiden spellcasting for the first time? Uh, it sort of surges into a crackling ball of purple that matches the colour of her amethyst eye and begins to violently sort of shrink and expand in and out of um, sort of matter and existence as it spears towards the the assailant. Mm, very, very nice. Sounds and then delicious. Yeah, it's, it sort of flickers and and, and and jutters as it disappears from sight briefly as as you cast it and then uh, there is a thud as this bolt slams into the creature's chest. Uh, roll damage for it, Asta. So it's uh, going to be a d4 plus your intelligence modifier. Uh, that will be uh, six damage. Six damage, very uh, nice. Piercing. Six piercing damage. Six piercing damage. 
All right, yeah, you sort of lift up and you and you and you strike them. You strike the creature with this. It, it's it's it seems to sort of, sort of stagger back from from the impact of the blow. Uh, again, is looking in the direction of your party now with renewed vigor as it, as, as it draws its bow once more. Uh, I believe that's all three of your actions, Ryden. Yes, it is. It is all right. Uh, end of Ryden's turn. Uh, it is brother Amos, top of the round. So I'm. It's the creature is above me now. Uh, it is yes. I mean, you you would obviously need need to climb up onto, uh, onto the, onto the same level. Is it? Yeah, let's do that. All right, athletics roll, please. Athletics roll. Uh, 24 24 again uh, so uh, you f- you find this much the same as uh, as Della does you s- you sort of start placing your fingers and your hands onto this wall and th- there are sections of it that are just crumbling away um, just at the slightest touch but but you find um, you find a sturdy section and you are able to haul yourself up uh, it will take you two actions to- actions to do so but you get yourself up onto the same level as as the archer and you can see as you sort of haul yourself over the over what what's left of the crumbling railing, uh, it kind of turns to you with a malice in its eyes, and you can see um, one of its hands uh, drops down towards a long sword that it has at its side. Hmm. But that's uh, you've got one, one action left. Oh, I'm going to punch it, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> punch that skeleton, that white, right, that zombie, f- whatever it is. Gonna flurry of blows it. Sure thing. Let's make you two attacks. First one. Twenty-two. And twenty-two is gonna hit. Just yeah. hits. Second one. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. That also hits. Roll some damage there. Nine, um, seven for a total of sixteen. Oh, very nice! Uh, you, f- you 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 flip over the balcony, uh, roll on the ground, spring to your feet, and just pop pop the creature twice in the chest with your fists. As, as you strike it, you you sort of uh, your fit. You, you find you're bouncing off of um, looks to be quite quite withered, quite withered flesh. Um, as you as you, as you strike the creature, it sort of gurgles in, uh, in 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 reaction to the impact. Uh, I think that's your turn, isn't it, Amos? Yeah, yeah, that's me done. All right, okay. At the end of your turn, Amos, we are back around uh, to uh, these mysterious assailants. You see the creature before you. Uh, throws its bow bow to one side Um, its hand drifts toward the long sword Uh, there is a rasp of metal as as the sword is drawn from its scabbard and it thrusts the blade toward you and we'll find out what happens next week Tales 
Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Fools. Music by Hooksounds.com and editing by Stu Jackson. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com. hanging off this ledge for a whole week <laughs> should have thought about that so I hope, hope you've been hope Della's been doing her pull-ups yeah <laughs> it's like hanging by a fingertips you know there's really epic climbers that can yeah, hold on yeah, to yeah. nothing yeah yeah it's just not like that <laughs> like Spider-Man <laughs> in, in my head it played out that Amos would just run dodging arrows leap up to the second floor, and then one inch punch the fucker into oblivion. Yeah, I mean, to <laughs> but, be fair, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty cool visual, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> it's like didn't play out like that. That, that can absolute, absolute, absolutely have happened as you sort of, these arrows come raining in, you're dodging them, ducking, dodging, dipping, diving and dodging. Um, you, you spring up onto the balcony, and then, yeah, you have to get like a couple of warm-up punches in first, but next time... Oh, next time you're going for that big one. Yeah. <laughs>